right now on Higher Journeys with Alexis Brooks. Welcome back to Higher Journeys, everyone. And of course, if it's your first time here, welcome. And I say a big welcome back to my journeyers, uh, because we've been gone for a couple of weeks. If uh, you haven't noticed, you probably have. Uh, won't go into all that's been going on that uh, necessitated my taking a couple of weeks off. Some good things, some not so great things, but nonetheless, we're back. I will tell you one good thing, really great thing. I am about to wrap up, finally, production on a big audiobook project that I've been uh, working on for too long to even mention. It's a little embarrassing how long it's taken, but with so many unforeseen circumstances, that's kind of set me back. And thus, I had to... Uh, really drop the show for a couple of weeks and focus on this. But I'm back. And boy, am I back with a guest that I know you are going to truly love. And I know you love her, Penny Pierce, intuitive expert, extraordinaire, dear friend, and someone that uh, I knew would be so appropriate for the times uh, that we're in right now. Penny and I just had an extraordinary exchange, uh, relatively brief, about 30, 35 minutes. If you notice, we've kind of taken the show time down a little bit uh, for various reasons, but we did pack a lot in, uh, and in usual Penny Pierce parlance, so eloquent and so poignant with the message that she will soon be sharing with you all about what is going on right now, really from the perspective that I prefer to talk about, and that is the metaphysical uh, transformational aspect of all of this. She really made my day. And I hope that after you hear this conversation between us, it will make your day too. Boy, do we have a lot to be grateful for and a lot of potential, potential like we've never seen. And you're going to find out just what I mean by that when you listen to this exchange. So without further ado, here's Penny Pierce. Enjoy. Penny, it's always great to have you on the show always. But I've been especially excited for this particular chat that we're about to have, because you recently wrote an absolutely fantastic piece concerning, let's just call it this unique period we're going through. And in typical Penny Pierce style, you used your incredible talent for interpreting and distilling very complex and seemingly dense circumstances into a powerful, cogent, universal message. Now, this post is called How I'm going to say CV. I'm just going to say that for, for this is a rule, <laughs> rule for the show, how CV is speeding us toward transparency. And you all know what I mean, how CV is speeding us toward transparency. So we're going to use this great post of yours as a basis for our discussion today, because some of the points you make, Penny, I know our audience will be able to take in and apply to their own lives. But before we do, allow me to welcome you back to Higher Journeys, my friend. Thanks for joining me. It is just always so much fun. You know, I, I don't know how many of these we've done. I know. It's I've lost fun. <laughs> and <laughs> I know our, our audience loves you too. So, so glad to uh, to see you. So listen, let's get into this because we're, we're going to have a bit of an abbreviated chat, but it's going to be chock full. So let's start with this. I want to talk about, Penny, uh, what led us here, when I say here, to this time that we're living in. Uh, I'd like to get your comments on that. A couple, couple of things. But I'd also then like you to go into what you refer to in this post as bridge time, which is very key right at the top. So two part question. What got us here? Yes, what got us here? I think we have to understand this has been a process that's been going on for a long time. And the process is about the accelerating energy on planet Earth. You know, that and I, I think there's some kind of cosmic event that's 
been affecting us, but the energy is getting faster and faster. And as that frequency increases, our consciousness also increases. So things are that used to take a long time and, and were, you know, put in your dues, go into therapy for 10 years. You know, you don't have to do that anymore because things are coming more and more into the present moment. That means that things are happening more instantaneously now. It also means that there are a lot of things that we used to suppress in our subconscious mind or deny, things that were fear-based or tra traumatic. And I think that we used to be able to hide those, but they are such a low vibration that they really can't hide anymore. It's, it's as though the energy itself is popping them up to the surface, and we're going through a lot of... Um, you know, first having to face things we never wanted to face and deal with them. But then also to understand why they got stuck in the first place and clear them. And, you know, basically dissolve the contraction of energy that we had been living with and, and taking as normal. Mm -hmm. Now we're talking about a new normal, but I think there was an <laughs> old normal that we're trying to get out of. Yeah, um, a lot of people are having issues with that term, by the way. I'm going to stop you very briefly. Journey years, excuse me for a moment. Penny is very expressive. And what I'm seeing is as your hands are moving, you're expressing yourself, you're hitting your mic a bit. And I want people to have an uninterrupted listen to you. So maybe just so you know. <laughs> It's okay, okay. though. <laughs> I know it's a little it's a little hard when you're when you're mic'd up and everything, but just Where, so you know. Hold on here. Let yeah. me move my hair. That might be doing it. You look so pretty okay. though. I don't want you to <laughs> change the view. Okay. okay, let's continue. That's great. So I don't know where I, where was I? Yeah. Well, you are at a pause. So this might be a good time to go into bridge time because this is this is obviously connected. What's uh, the bridge time that you're referring to in this piece? Well, bridge time, I, I, I think of as a period in between our old reality, which is based on, you know, really fear-based, and it's about linear perception. And the new, new reality is based on spherical perception, which is a hard thing to describe, but basically it's all about being in the present moment, that everything is inside a kind of a spherical ball, and that's your reality. And that ball expands and contracts, but there is no outside world. When you think of a new thing, it's already that the ball has expanded to encompass that idea. So everything is part of you, and you never leave the center of that ball. And, uh, and that makes everything be more friendly. You know, when you have a separate world, it looks like there's a big outside world that's so big and it's it, it could do damage to you you know that you have to fight it fight it off kind of or try to make it do what you want but uh with the new perception everything changes so we are in the the transition phase at this point between that old reality and a new one where things are very frictionless and things are based on you know, spirit in the body, basically, understanding that the non-physical realm and the physical realm are together, and basically that they are just different frequencies of the same thing. You've obviously been talking about going from linear time to spherical time for years. And <laughs> I, I, you know, I know you're not going to say I told you so I told you so. But here we are here we have arrived right. now. This is very important. And I'm always thinking of because I've read 
I think most of your books at this point where you've yeah. been very leap of perception is where I really yes. really go into that whole thing. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. So I your your voice and your words have sort of been resonating with me as <laughs> I've been sort of parsing uh, like many of us what the heck's going on right now, and I, I get that. But I want I want for the audience, and I I, I know the journeyers out there are probably getting it too, but. Here we are at this absolutely what appears to be heinous uh, period of our life, something that most people didn't see coming. And yet it seems as if this is acting as that bridge, right? But right. In, in that uh, challenging, this, this, this soup of, I don't even know what word to put on it. Why does it seem invariably that all of the things that we're trying to release will become more intense as that bridge. Mm -hmm. it, it seems like it's more intense right now because so much is surfacing both in individuals and then in groups and then in nations and then globally. You know, so we are swimming around in this sea of uh, subconscious fear. I call it opening Pandora's box, you know, and, and so there's so much that's surfacing right now that it seems very overwhelming. Um, but there's another principle here that I think we need to understand in order to understand why this period is so powerful. And that is that there's always the, the and I call it an inner energy blueprint that a, a pattern that exists in the non-physical realms of thought and feeling, and, um, you know, almost geometric patterns in a certain way. And those things serve as the, the basis for the physical world. In, the, in other words, the physical manifests out of that inner blueprint. Mm -hmm. So what is happening now with this whole period we're in is that this period is materializing out of a particular inner blueprint. And that inner blueprint has a lot to do with clearing many of the old remnants of negative thinking, fear, um, ego, and things that are limiting us in our ability to, you know, be transparent. To and, and what I mean by transparency is the soul in the body. That you clear away all the yes buts, all the shoulds, all the things that are in the way. And the soul and the collective consciousness of very high frequency consciousness can now come through us as us. And it's, uh, excuse me, I have a little bug flying around here. <laughs> and, and it has a, uh, um, you know, it has this ability then to make us able to access genius and very high levels of creativity and maybe instantaneous healing and all kinds mm. of amazing things that are coming. But the bridge time is the time where we are having to face the things we didn't want to face. So this period right now, especially because it has caused us to be sequestered and to have to face our, you know, to have quiet time, to not be able to distract ourselves so much with all of the commotion that we used to have, um, is enabling this surfacing and clearing of the old fears. And I think that's why we're seeing it as so um, intense. Intense. Yeah, I'm trying to condensed, intense, 
You know, a lot of the folks that are listening, Penny, longtime journeyers are talking about, you, you talk about this, this, these abilities that we may be able to do on a regular basis. Maybe that's part of our new normal. Things like telepathy, uh, accelerated intuition, psychic abilities, synchronicity. And folks right. out there, you know what I'm talking about because I have been pretty vocal about it. I have noticed in the last, I would say even three months, but particularly concurrent with the period that we're going through, that instances of synchronicity, including repeating numbers, uh, uh, again, accelerated psychic ability, intuitive hits are exponential right now. I've been hearing from my audience. I know some of them are nodding their heads right now. So where you talk about bridge time being that transition point, it seems that it's all in there now, including some of these abilities that will become more inherent once we've mm -hmm. made the transition. What are your thoughts on that? I think that this year in particular is a very high intensity um, acceleration and that we are experiencing wave upon wave of higher energy coming through. Um, there are nights where I am feeling like I've had six cups of coffee, pure mm. caffeine, you know, and I'm just, uh, so there's, we're trying to adapt ourselves to this new, new level of vibration. And, um, as that happens, it's almost as though the veil thins, yes. you know, between Absolutely. the physical and non-physical realm. And we start to see, oh, wait, you know, heaven's in the earth. You know, we're, it's all here, all these non-physical things like um, telepathy and clairvoyance or being able to connect with your dead relatives easily, you know, no big deal, they're still here. Uh, there's so many things that are readily available to us now that we didn't think we could access very easily before, but because there's less of a difference between the two realms um, we're having bleed through yeah. from the non-physical. And so it's like suddenly we're getting glimpses and little experiences of, oh, gosh, I know how to do this. You know, I just had a dream about my grandmother who's died, you know, and um, all kinds of things are happening for people. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people are opening up uh, with their intuition and their um, empathy because we are, this high frequency energy is causing us, our bodies, to become higher frequency, which causes us to be ultra sensitive. That means we're picking up on, I call it energy information. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like data coming straight through the waves. It's preverbal, you know, it's, and, and it comes through the right brain. And then we have to take time to like say, what is this pressure that I'm feeling? What am I, I sense something. What is it? And then have the process of transferring it over to the left brain so you can define it and make, make it meaningful and then use it. How know? interesting. But it's all so available right now. And that's why I think when we come through this period, and I, I, I may have told you this before, but I've had this vision that it's like, I was diving deep down into the ocean and swimming and swimming and swimming. And then suddenly I breach out like a whale or a dolphin out of the water or a mermaid or something. And I am shiny and clean. All of my old residues have been washed away and I have nothing in my aura. It's like I can feel this state of being that is just 
spacious and I am uncluttered. And that feeling state is the state that I, I think we will all be achieving where everything is possible. And whatever we need to know, we'll just know it. When did you have this dream? When did you have this dream, Penny? How long oh, ago? Uh, like I th- January. Okay. Yeah, this y- year. You're- um, and also the feeling of this is that this is like it's already finished. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I'm looking back and seeing how what needs to be done now to get to the place where I actually am, if that makes any sense. Absolutely. Like I'm already in the quote future, except it's at a different frequency, really, a different vibration. And then I see how this whole period is functioning to get us here. Right. Thank you for that. At this point, I want to just put out to the journeyers, uh, because I know that you all have had some amazing experiences, really for years, but I I, I think many of us can agree that there has been a a fever pitch, forgive the pun, (laughs) of, of new experiences or more of them. And I would like, I'm going to say right now, I would love to hear from all of you as to the dreams that you may be having that sort of resemble this, this uh, symbolically, of course, but uh, that may resemble what Penny is talking about, sort of coming out of something that used to be and into something new, whatever. Let me hear from you on that. That's interesting. Even more so, though, what you were talking about in terms of our, uh, our bodies literally trying to adjust to this accelerated frequency. I'm going to bring up something else that I think I may have told you offline. And my audience also knows buzzing in the ears. Penny, I've had it for two and a half months, unrelenting, both ears described as a white noise. I had one of my uh, viewers that literally called it that and I almost fell out of my seat when shout out to Brian who talked about it's described as a white noise. Penny, that's exactly how I would describe it. It has been unreal. Well, I have, I have it too for about that amount of time. It comes and goes, but um, sometimes it sounds like cicadas. You know, it's really loud and, and almost like a chainsaw type vibe. And other times it's very subtle. Yeah. Uh, and and then the, the vibration in my body is mimicking that. So there is a big adjustment and... I am not scared by this. This, in in a way, it's affecting me as this ebullience. Like, um, oh boy, um, look at all the creativity that's coming in. Look mm-hmm. at all the possibilities, and um, you know, it's almost like this whole thing with everybody going online and working with Skype and Zoom. Uh, there's a great new intimacy that's created by that, and also a kind of. Um, a desire for greater connection with groups to be co-creating with others. So I'm seeing a a big forward motion in our understanding of what collective consciousness is. In fact, I mean, this whole period is giving us the experience of global awareness of, you know, really collective consciousness of the earth itself that we have never, ever had before. Mm. How exciting. It is, you know, it is amazing, you know, that we can feel like everybody's going through the same thing. It's not just me in my little world. That's right. Oh, boy. Now you've hit on something huge. (laughs) I'm getting a little bit of a chill. You've hit on something huge, Penny. This idea of isolation or, or heretofore prior to all of this 
as much as we were kind of hanging out and we had the freedom to do so, there was still this sense of absolute isolation and feeling as if what you're going through, you're going through on your own. I do believe in individual experience and the subjective experience, and I honor that. However, in the course of doing so, you know, particularly in the field that we're in and me, you know, talking a lot about ET contact as an example, and the Mm -hmm. letters upon letters that I get from people that uh, believe themselves to be contactees, but feel invariably they are the only ones. And what I have been saying for so long is the experience may be unique to yourself, but the phenomenon is ubiquitous. And what you just said is so powerful because among the myriad other things that this time represents, it could be showing us that we are not alone in our experience. That's huge. Absolutely. No, and that is a first step into, I just uh, put a couple articles out on fellowship and the soul group, which, you know, I think is very timely right now, because we are starting to understand that concept of how interconnected, interrelated, and mutually dependent we are, and how we're all evolving together, you know, that, um, and often things that seem negative, like what's happening to Mm -hmm. us is, um, you know, a real hidden, I call it gift in the garbage, you know, it's, it's a real <laughs> um, hidden benefit <laughs> that you have to look into and see what really going on. Because part of what this is doing for us is it's helping us really truly understand the limitations of ego. If you identify yourself as your ego, you're very limited, Absolutely. you know, and it makes it's a fear based kind of identity. Hmm. So I think this this situation is actually mimicking the way the ego works, exactly. which is really fascinating. Yeah. And so it's teaching us a lot about narcissism and so forth. And, and then as we clear ourselves of that fear, we start to get these glimpses of the higher gifts, but also of how the soul operates, how spirit operates which is so frictionless and beautiful. Right. Well, you make uh, ego a a sticking point in this piece. In fact, I want to quote you where you say, CV is the epitome of the ego. It is the ego's replicant. And you place so much (laughs) emphasis on ego uh, as the longtime leader, I would say, in our human history. I agree. And I've been saying, uh, you know, I think I actually put this in my book, some semblance of it. Uh, It's time to tell the ego, essentially the left brain, to take its foot off the gas pedal and let the right brain take its proper place of prominence. If we're going to accelerate as a species, I think we agree on that. Do you think this can flush out this period? And God knows how long it's going to last. I have a feeling this is going to be a sustained effect, uh, like it or not. Right. Do you think this can wipe out or at least, well, not at least, annihilate the ego for what I say that there there are things about the ego and this dense reality that are needed at times, but to take that foot off the gas pedal. Will this do that? You think? I think it'll be a step in the right direction, but I do think that it will have um, waves of recurrence. You know, it's going to ebb and flow, but I don't think it's going to be totally gone for quite a while. And then on the other hand, what an interesting opportunity for all the scientists and the, you know, vaccine development people around the world to start to work together for a global solution rather than this is my solution, not, you know, you can't have it. Mm. Uh, I'm seeing that kind of 
spirit of generosity um, starting to come together and and this co-creativity, which is a new part of the collective consciousness. Um, I've been calling it the convergence for quite a few years, where once you stabilize your sort of basic frequency at a high level, then that acts as a set of instructions to your environment, your field, your reality, so that what comes to you comes up through that and is of that vibration. If we stay in fear, we're going to get that. If we clear that and open up into this kind of light-filled reality, we're going to get almost like magical results. You know, so that is the other thing I wanted to really mention here is that what I think the huge importance of this time is that it is a time of choice. Um, and I was told that what you choose now is your life. Hmm. It's, it's not like you get more chances. There's no future. We're in the present moment. Mm -hmm. What you choose, do you want your old reality where everything was limited and it was hard and, and nobody loved you or whatever, or do you want to like move into this new kind of, of transparent reality and choose one or the other, not a partial choice. Like I sort of want the new one. Mm -hmm. Right. <laughs> I, I don't that. really believe it could happen. Yeah. Uh, you really, know, this is your time to commit to mm -hmm. what kind of life you want to have. P PMH Atwater, who I had on the show back in January, where she was really, really stunning and uh, seeing something big on the horizon won't get into that but she said very uh very succinctly this period will denote change or die i mean she just went there uh -huh. and it has a similar similar tone to what you're saying you make a choice and you're gonna have to live with it right now that's how potent yeah. and poignant this period of time that we're living in is that's right that's right and it it, it is that potent i i i just feel like Choosing and really making one choice now is so important, not waffling, you know. Um, and then once you choose, now you learn the practices that help you stay there and help you start to realize it and get saturated with the new reality. And then your life shifts and you make that big change. And that's kind of transformation. What happens to the people that don't choose or refuse to change? And there are a lot of those. In fact, a lot of the people that are listening yeah. have family members and they're like, mm -hmm. how do we know we can't make people change? But what about those people? What happens there? My sense is that they're going to continue to have a series of snags, traumas, um, losses or lack of success or struggle. And at each turning, each of these could be a turning point where they can choose you know, but, um, you know, the ego is, is so strong about this, you know, like a lot of people saying, well, this isn't going to affect me and I don't need to take care of myself or anybody else. I'll just, I heard one biker down here in Florida saying, well, everybody's got to die sometime, you know, and <laughs> or something like that, you know, it's like, yeah. <clears throat> um, you know, a lot of, um, you know, yeah, I can only say it's ego. It's a right. weird form of ego. Um, <clears throat> where you stand apart and feel isolated from what is going on in the process as though you don't need it, you know. Um, 
yeah. powerful, potent, poignant. <laughs> you know, we right, <laughs> right. The peas, the uns. I, I have another category that I call the un, the unprecedented, the unusual, the unbelievable, mm. the unrelenting. Mm. <laughs> we could just yes. go on. I mean, this is the time for memes and alone together, and we're all in this together, and we go on and on, yeah. and yet they're all spot on. I know people get sick of the the memes that are exploited in all of these ads, but I, I was saying to a friend the other day who's so tired of hearing, we're in this together. I said, you know, yeah, you get tired of that because you were hearing this repeated pattern in commercials, but I've never seen it more true than now. No one gets out of this, you know, without being affected yes, at some but level. I think it's interesting that we have this this consciousness of being in this one thing together globally. At the same time, we each individually have this powerful opportunity to discover new parts of ourselves, new talents, new um, directions for work, for our self-expression, that we are very individualized now because we have time to look within. You know, and what a great opportunity to get yourself in alignment with your higher purpose. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Right? And, and everybody has a chance to do that because we're in it together, you know. Um, Love it. But I think that a lot of people, you know, when they – get the chance, well, let's go back to work now and open the economy. Well, uh, some people, I think, are not going to want to go back to the old work. Mm. How many people you know? are happy in their jobs, really? Right. And, and now that, that you know, we've been seeing uh, the new opportunities online with digital communication and, and the creativity that's coming up out of this, absolutely. Um, you know, there's like potential here for a lot of imagination. Absolutely. And, yeah, us humans are some creative creatures. And <laughs> this, you know, look, it depends on how you look at it glass half full half empty universe may be handing us the be- biggest gift in the present we've ever had in the present. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We're going to have to close this section down. But I want to end with a quote. And then we're going to tell you where we're going to carry this conversation further, because we will. I want to quote you again uh, from this great piece. And by the way, Penny has been kind enough to let me post the piece in its entirety on higherjourneys.com. You absolutely have to read it and read it again, because I know it's going to hit some some points for you. But here's the quote that toward the end that I think is a great place to leave this, where you say, get the message. You are actually fine. You are alive. Life is working. Nature is working. Under the chaos is a peaceful, wise place go there. Stop time. In each moment, there is an action that is both a solution to a problem and a step into a new creation. Do the next productive thing. Keep your eyes peeled, not to avoid more negativity, but to be informed of what your next joyful, purposeful act is. End quote. That's (laughs) you, my friend. Isn't she a beautiful writer? (laughs) Oh, when I read that, I got a chill. Absolutely beautifully said. So thank you for that. Thank you for the gift that you've been giving us for so long. You've got leap of perception. You've got transparency. I'm looking at transparency right here on my shelf and others. I've got leap of perception. Oh, my God. I've got, got with all the books I have. Look at the two that are right in front of me. There's that <laughs> synchronicity again. That was not planned. I'm going to make sure to have a link for all of them. Yeah. But let me tell you, before we do this, I don't want to rush. Give us some parting thoughts for part one, and then we'll tell you where you can join us for part two. Parting thoughts, Penny. 
Oh, gosh. I, you know, I started this year just feeling so excited about the year, like uh, the everything that was holding me back up until this point, like at the end of tw- the last year, I felt like I was treading water. The beginning of this year, I it's like I was released. Mm-hmm. I still feel that way in spite of everything, mm-hmm. that it's such a positive time. And even, you know, I had a vision of people who were dying from this in this time period that I saw them being welcomed into the non-physical realms with like being caught in the arms of really compassionate beings. Like the transition is so beneficial that memory goes along with them. They don't lose anything. It's like, a, I don't know, it was not a tragedy. Hmm. Not spiritually, so, but um, yeah. There's a lot to. I take think a lot's coming out of this. Absolutely, you know, I agree out. with you. I so agree with you. And here's the choice we can make. I feel like I want to cry right now. The choice to look at it in that way, even if that's the only thing you do, journeyers. Remember what Penny said. We've got. We're at this potent time. We've got to make a choice and live with it. Wouldn't this be a great thing to live with? That what's happening right now is actually magic, just disguised as madness. So <laughs> That's great. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so here's the deal. I'm going to drop it right now. Do y'all know about my Patreon? I'm so excited. This We're starting a beautiful community over on Patreon, and that's where we're headed right after we uh, sign off on this platform right now. We're going to go on over to Patreon. We're going to continue this conversation. And Penny and I were thinking about what can we talk about? Because, you know, the after show is where we can let our hair down. The door is closed. We can say things that we maybe can't say everywhere. But I think as we're having this very powerful conversation that maybe we just continue this, we talk about some of the things, some of this magic that we've got access to that we can trigger right now. Maybe we can talk a little bit more about those souls that have been lost. And maybe we can talk about how we can communicate with those loved ones, because all that's on the table. What do you say we have that kind of chat, Penny? Sounds good. Let's do it. (laughs) All right. We're going over there right now. It's going to take us a few minutes to walk on over (laughs) and close the door. But (laughs) join us, will you, journeyers? We we love you so much. And I want to hear how you're doing. I want you to um, let me know all the things that you're feeling, good, bad, and different, just feel. That's another thing that's important to do right now. And I'd love for you to go to Penny's website because she's got a fairly new website, right? Yes. Newly designed, which is your name, Penny Pierce. I can spell it for you. It's P as in Paul, E-N-N-E-Y-P-E-I-R-C-E.com. And we will have a link there as well. So that's it, folks. Penny, thank you. I'm going to sign off with you for now. (laughs) We'll take a five minute break and just enough time to trot on over to the closed door chat. And we hope to see you all over there. Come on over and absolutely. uh, We welcome you and we appreciate uh, your coming over there because it supports higher journeys so we can stay on the air and keep the messages coming. So with that, we'll say ta-ta. Penny, don't go anywhere. Everyone else, we'll see you soon. Hopefully over on Patreon. Take care.